Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source with in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Rennie Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, it's Masters Week. Tune in after the break. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Sandy Pars Podcast, a special Masters edition. Joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Hey, hey. And I am Randy Duran. Super excited for this week. It's the big, biggest week in all of uh, yeah, in all mean, of golf. We're talking Masters. Um, obviously, the this is Sunday, leading up to the Masters. Um, we got some game talk. We have some updates to our our equipment. We're just going to touch on before we dive in. Um, obviously, Masters tournament will be the bulk of our discussion. We have Tiger Sorry. updates. Oh, um, the big cat growling. The big, the big cat's on the premises. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll do our Nicholas and Normans, and then we'll uh, get into a little bit of gambling. Um, first, foremost, uh, I'm not sure how many of our listeners, uh, you know, tweak their clubs a lot. I know Avery and a few of our friends. A couple, we got a couple devout club that tweakers. Absolutely love tweaking their clubs, and um, it was recommended to me at a golf lesson with Dylan Smith that I should get my lie angles adjusted and uh, new grips. So, um, you know, I had the standard ones that came with my clubs and they always, it always felt like they were a little, a little thin. Um, and so I got, I went up to the midsize, midsize with the alignment on the back of it. And I got to say, I really, I really like that grip a lot more. Uh, yes. I <laughs> too went to the midsize uh, grip, and I had uh, when I broke when I reshafted my wedge, I put a midsize grip on that wedge. Mm-hmm. So I'd had that for like the past three months. With so it. you picked that out, like you you said you wanted to try it. And yeah, because okay. I knew I wanted I wanted to try midsize the last time I regripped, and then I didn't, and so I was like kind of just caught in between. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I figured I was like, ah, oh, I mean, you know, whatever. This is, I'm getting a new I'm getting this reshafted. I might as well just try the midsize and put the midsize on, see if I like it. And yeah, I did. So now I'm I'm full midsize on everything as well. Right on. And then we went and uh, and hit uh, the other day. The one thing that I wanted to say too is I got my lies my lies uh, angles flattened for my two through seven iron. Mm-hmm. I got my two iron shortened to the same length as a three iron. I took a half inch off my driver, and then my eight through pitching wedge is uh, a one degree flattened as well. Um, and we went and hit, and you said something to me when we were out there that I noticed too. It felt like the ball was going way higher. Yeah, and that's I didn't have my lie angles adjusted, right? Um, but yeah, I noticed my irons. I was hitting really high. Yeah, and not like losing, not like losing distance with mm-hmm. them either. Um, just a lot. I yeah, I don't know. It was odd. I think that it, it really does help uh, make better contact. And for myself, with the align on the back of the grip. I feel like I know where the club face is in space a little bit better. So, you know, it's easier to kind of hit a position and, and I can trust where my hands are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I, uh, I find it helpful. Less hands on the club yeah. feeling and I, I feel like you're taking more of a body swing, right? Right. Um, and just you can let your hands do what they're supposed to just sit back and... Yeah, I don't know. It it definitely makes a difference. And, I, and then in talking to like some of my clients over the last week... Um, that are golfers, guys that are training that they all they all do midsize. Yeah. And they're not like, you know, fucking NBA players or anything. That's they're, what I was wondering too. Dudes. Yeah. So. 
Which begs the question, why put the standard? Is big golf out to make amateurs suck? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't get it either. It, it was, I mean, hitting with the with the midsize, it was a lot less flippy through through impact. And so I was actually surprised that it was it made that much of a difference. I thought that it might be, you know, marginal at best, but I felt like I was able to, you know, it, it wasn't super accurate because I'm pushing it more to the right now because it's a bigger, a bigger yeah. grip. But I'm making way better contact. Dude, I, I mean, the, when I put that on my 54 and got that 54, it's the best I've hit that club since yeah. then. So um, there is something to it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you got, uh, you know, bigger hands than Alex Smith and uh, what's our <laughs> boy, Kenny Pickett, yeah. get, step up to the mid midsize draft yeah. or to the midsize grip. <laughs> Yeah, and like the way you did it was was the perfect way was to uh, you know get it on one club, see how you liked it, and then move on to the rest. So I'd highly recommend that. I had a yeah, mid size. Why not break your wedge out on the course? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, don't don't break it. Just do it. Just do one uh, one club and try that out first. Um, my two iron had a, a mid size grip, but it was wrapped like twice or something like that because it's it's much big. It was much bigger than the current mid size that I have hmm. on there now. Um, and I, so I was a little bit worried about having the midsize put on, but uh, a little bit of a risk, but I would definitely do what you did. That was, that was the move. Um, as for like the lie angle adjustment for myself, I like, I just like how it looks when I'm standing over the ball. I find it hard to believe that, um, you know, you can buy clubs off the rack and they're perfect for you. Like I'm, I'm, that's, I'm five, nine, five, 10. Uh, that's a pretty average height. And still, I feel at the or and it was even noticeable to Dylan that when my club was sitting on you know on the turf, it was angled up with a heel. Yeah, dude, that's something I always struggle with is the lie angle. And yeah, I, I want to get mine. I need to go get them like looked at. Because you should definitely I got get on my, machine. When I got my club, when I got my irons, that was three years ago. Like my swings changed a, mm -hmm. a ton, right? Um, and so I definitely feel like there's there's. Sometimes I just look at my, when I'm setting up to the ball, I'm like, it just looks a little odd, right? Yeah. And then I feel like I'm, a, then I don't know whether like, you know, it's like the chicken or the egg. Are you adjusting around the line right. angle or should it just adjust for you? And mm -hmm. then. Um, I think they just don't do it at first because uh, most amateurs, like their swing, it changes throughout the year. Yeah. You know, it's not, no one's ever yeah. perfect. No, I, they checked mine. I remember okay. getting checked in, but like, again, like I was saying, I'm gonna, I got a totally different swing than when I got these these clubs. Yeah. So, um, maybe I'll just get new clubs. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about that too. You know, like, you know, with the toe higher at, at impact, or or with the toe higher at address, is it going to make a difference on impact? And I've never really had a completely square or flat divot. It's always been a little bit deeper, closer to me. And, but my swing has changed this year in the past year to where, okay, I'm doing the same thing pretty much every time. Yeah. And, uh, it was, I felt it was time to actually try something like yeah. this and see if it, if it would make a difference. And it's going to take a little bit of getting used to, but making solid contact and it just going a little bit further right than normal. And, uh, it is, is encouraging for myself. The one thing I'm a little worried about is how high it's flying, how high the ball is going, because. I like to fly the ball down if I can. Uh, sometimes I know. I I, I uh, think the same way. I kind of liked my low iron flight yeah. that I I was playing with, but I 
It was also really windy, so that we could we could have just been getting hitting the hitting the snot out of them and getting up on the wind ballooning them up there. Yeah, um, that's kind of the problem with Presidio's range at times. Is yeah, it's windy. It's on a fucking side hill, so. This is totally random, but I uh, was talking to somebody, some guy that was out there, some old timer, and he said that, you know how it's tiered in front? Yeah. Uh, that that's used to, used to be where you would hit from on the grass. You know how it goes down like a, yeah, a level yeah, yeah, and then yeah, a level yeah. again? Yeah. And they put fucking pins on those. Like you can see where the ball ends up. Yeah. It's so dumb. But anyways, yeah, that used to be where the driving range was. But <laughs> with all the modern equipment, they had to move it as far back as they could. That makes um, sense. But yeah, that that range is super exposed. When you're up on when you're up there and the wind's blowing directly at you, it's really hard to get a judge of distance because you're about like what 40, 50 feet above where the ball lands too. Yep. Yeah. So no, it's not the place to go dial in your yards. But I can say there was a lot of flush contact coming from our two stalls. It there. was. The driver was the one thing that was uh giving me a little yeah, bit same. of nerves. I was pulling a lot of drive. I haven't pulled drives uh it was weird, but I, I I did hit some 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 good balls too. So I, I'm gonna try to get out this week before uh, we obviously go to Scottsdale and go play out in Arizona a little bit. But yeah. uh, hopefully I can. Um, but I, I'm confident in just going out there and, and testing them out. Yeah, I want to see how they feel on a course. It's gonna be super fun um, going out there and playing with with all the guys, and so I think that'll just be a nice little. Hit and giggle, as uh, Tiger would call it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, def I'm I'm excited to get these out on the course and play with them. I'm a little scared about the driver, but everything else seems like it will be uh, an improvement. Yeah. Speaking of Tiger, if you just get into the Masters, yeah, I'm sure. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, uh, dude! Big news today: uh, Tiger is still out there at Augusta. Um, He's last week. The news was that he was out there playing, playing a practice walk, round, walking, seeing how his body um, held up. And as of today, he is still there. He tweeted out officially that he's going to be a, a game, game time, time decision. decision, which I think means he's going to play. Yeah, right. Yes. Uh, barring like if he, unless he just totally feels like shit, obviously. But I, I think the fact that he's out there today saying game time decision, I think he's 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 going to play. It's gonna have to like so. What do you think the odds are that he plays and doesn't play? Like, what would you what would you give it? Like, what percentage? I'd say it's a seventy percent chance that he doesn't that he that he plays. Yeah, seventy five percent chance he plays. I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, he like I said, he wouldn't go out there today just to fucking lollygag through this the the, the motions doing this right. And if he wasn't serious about like yeah. being able to go play, so what a fucking gangster to get out there. Like, no. he's. He's just the ultimate competitor. What I mean, if if he does play, what do you think the expectations are? Do you think he makes the cut? Do you think? Um, he, I mean, yeah, dude, it's Tiger Woods, so the expectations are always going to be high. Um, His odds are, are and plus five thousand. Again, 000 to I don't, you know, we, I don't see, I don't think Tiger he would play if he didn't think that he he for himself could make the cut, right? Like. Um, or win it, quite frankly, because right. why are you going to go through the like you know he he could be he could find better uses of his time than all the time and effort that he's putting into going here if 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 he didn't think he can win so yep. shit I don't know top ten win I don't know. yeah <laughs> I, I, dude I mean I, I'm going to put some money on him just because I, I feel like I owe it to him um, <laughs> this fucking guy. 
Sorry about that. Technical difficulties, aka my puppy being a little asshole. Oh, Brucey. Shout out, Bruce. Um, anyhow, what are the expectations then for for Tiger? Uh, like I said, it's it's uh, dude, it's Tiger Woods. It's high expectations. Top ten, top five. Again, I don't think he's wasting his time going through all this if he didn't think that he could go out there and compete. Right. So, um, that's. I mean, that's what he. That's what he's known for. Is that that clip of him saying he expects to win every time he. he and it's crazy it to say that it's because a guy is coming off a huge car accident and hasn't played uh, competitively in well over a year now. That's right? that, and that's um, that's one thing we kind of got to address. Got to address is uh, you know he almost lost his leg. You know that that was a very uh, real possibility right after the accident, um, and. At the time, we're just like, okay, we're we're just glad that he's still alive. We and my, myself pretty much counted him out. Would he ever play again? Much less be competitive again, which is, remains to be seen, right? Yeah. Uh, but seeing him swing and stuff, and by all the reports by people who've seen him play, you know, yeah, he's probably not top tier form like when he won in twenty nineteen. He was already trending towards, you know. Yeah, he was playing really well at that time. Played well at the British Open, mm-hmm. PGA Championship. Yeah, uh, so obviously won the Tour Championship. This is not the same scenario here. No. This is definitely something different. Uh, this is, a, I mean, when he came back from the back injury a couple years, a few years ago, that kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody really thought he was going to return to form like he did, uh, and to do it again, I think if he, I mean, if he finishes in the top ten, he should get a green jacket. Uh, but in all seriousness, if he does somehow win this tournament, what do you think the impacts would be? Like what, what would, how would that go down in like either sports history, golf history? I mean, it's gotta be another, I mean, I think his 2019 victory is one of the greater comeback stories I think of, so too. of all time, but yeah, this would be right up there with it. Um, I think to your point too, he knows, he knows this, these, this property, so so you. very well. Um, We're gonna edit and, that out. And so, you know, this is like I I I don't. If this was the U.S. Open, I wouldn't see him doing right. this, right? Um, or or even the PGA. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, I think it helps to be Tiger Woods and you know have a grip of victories here and just yeah. again. This is his little his turf. Uh, well, and and he won the last uh, when he won in twenty nineteen. He won with course knowledge. With his, it was it, wisdom. It, yeah, it was yeah, wisdom it was, that it won. Wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, I mean, he obviously played great, but uh, the yeah. two, the two the two groups that were in it there on Sunday they all shat the bed. They all went into the water on twelve. Yep, they all went into the water, and only Tiger took the safe approach there. Made his par and moved on while everybody else lost a stroke yep. or two. Uh, so, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's it, like I said, it's Tiger Woods. So the expectation, it's like you know, it's like the the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. The expectations of World Series or or a bust. Right. So uh, I, it's kind of the same for me, but I I wouldn't think, like I said, I don't, I don't think he would show up and go through all this if he didn't think he could honestly win. Yeah. So, uh, and then you know, with that dude's determination and you know, competitive drive, it, it just takes over. And it's, it's not a course that you have to be long on. It's a course that you have to be accurate. Uh, you have to putt well, and you have to have, a really, have to have a really good short game on those greens. Those greens are crazy. We've seen McKenzie greens at Pasa Tiempo, and those are probably Augusta light compared to, you know, the ones they have. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, you can, 
you can putt right off of them. Yeah. You can uh, and it's hard chip, to s- chip right off of one. I mean, it's real easy to find yourself taking two chips or yeah. three or four jacking. Yeah. Um, and what TV doesn't do justice is you can't see can't how, see the undulations how the bad green. it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be four, a, a four-foot different tier that they're on, and it looks like it's just like a straight putt. Well, I only know the undulations of the green because of the uh, the video game, yeah. the Tiger Woods video game. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, I, I didn't been to Augusta. So, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's – so it, it is suitable for him, right? Again, like you said, you don't need distance to uh, kind of out, out – to level up against these guys. So we'll do, we'll see. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day right now where we sit on Sunday, as we're recording this, I just hope he plays. Yeah. I just want to see that. I just want to see him out there. Uh, my expectation is that he probably makes the cut. I think he's going to yeah, make I the think cut. He makes the cut for sure. Which means we'll get to see the red, some Sunday tiger, the red and black out there. And I also wore this today. Or, or guys can't see it. Oh, yes. I've got the Masters theme one somewhere. I think I might have actually got rid of it. Yeah, this shrunk like a motherfucker. Oh, um, shrunk like, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Tiger out there. But, um, I mean, enough Tiger. We should probably talk about the guys the, who are the, the rest. Who are the rest definitely of the Masters playing. field. So, course forecast, I thought, which was interesting. It's going to be clear the rest of the week with winds between 10 and 20 miles per hour. But on Wednesday... It's supposed to rain, so I'm betting DJ first round. I was just gonna say dude, DJ first round leader. That's that's a great bet. Um, it's gonna be soft like it was when they played it in November. Are you talking about when he historically fucking just destroyed that course? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm betting DJ first day. Yeah, that's a that's a great bet. Um, so obviously there's a new number one in the world, Scotty Scheffler. Hey. Just one again. I mean, dude, what a what a year for him already. I hope that he hasn't peaked yet because I'm counting on him. I'm counting on him. I, uh, we'll get into it later, but I bet him in January at plus 4,500 to win the masters. So and he's at plus 1800 as, mm. as of Sunday morning, April 3rd. That's what we call line value folks. And he actually line, went closing line value. His odds actually went, uh, in the opposite direction. It was 1600 last week. And then he didn't play this week. Right. Yeah. And so... Um, oh, no, I think he's playing. Oh, he's, is he playing? Okay. Yeah, he's a Texas guy. That's right. So it's dropped down to 1,800, which I was surprised to see. He gets the world number one and the odds go down. Maybe they're thinking that... Well, it's just... The, I think it's just the, the odds game of like winning and then, you know, winning two and three. All, but I mean, shit, that's basically what he did previously, right? He won two tournaments mm-hmm. in, in a brief short amount of time. I don't know. Could be it could be someone put a huge bet on on them too, right? Yeah. And so they 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 want to just limit their their liability. So yeah, that's that's actually probably what happened. Some dude probably just put a fucking fat old chunker down on on Scotty. Yeah, I'm it. hoping hoping I put I, I I bet enough to win a grand. Nice. Say that. So I'm hoping. Nice, Scotty, come through for me, man. Get your first major right now. You're yeah, high. hell yeah. No, I was on him to. I, I liked him. I like him at the Masters. I said that at the beginning of the, or our predictions pod. Yeah, we both said he was going to have a great year. Um, yep. I mean, that, I mean that, that anyone was, in golf world knows. Right. Fall golf. This dude, he was, he was, he was prime for it. But still, uh, more power to him, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, he won the match play. Um, he beat some killers on the match play. We, beat I'm, some killers. He's beaten Rom two consecutive matches in a row. Yeah. Um, 
took out Kiz, took out DJ. I mean, yep. The world number one guy that's hot, a guy that's super uh, hot, Masters champion, and then Kiz, who's like the greatest match play golfer that hasn't won a major. What do you think? What do you think that is about Kisner that makes him such a great match play? I think he gets more birdies. I would be interested to see his birdie rate because he puts so fucking well. I think it's, I think that's what I think it's his putting. The, so even when you think you've won a hole, yeah, he, he pulls out like a fifteen footer, and, yeah. and he, all this and saves par for that, and you don't you haven't won the hole exactly, right? and and that's it, it's just frustrating. I don't. Uh, because that's a good he doesn't, point. He doesn't. If you look at like his matches, he's not. He's never out. He's never like five up or right. something, right? He's always just kind of in there, sticking around with guys, and then it just gets. It's, fr- it's like um, I would compare it to this. They just got smoked yesterday in the final four, Villanova, but they came back in that game. It's how Villanova plays hoop. They fucking run the shot clock out on you, like they hold the ball for thirty five seconds. They walk it up the court when you're trying to run on them, and then they and then someone hits a three with one second left, right? And then they they defend their asses off, and mm-hmm. you got to go back to that all over again, right? And it's just like it's frustrating when you're playing and matching against someone. This dude just keeps rolling in twelve footers to save par and have the hole, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have your bad hole. Boom! Now you're, you yeah. look up, you're down two, and you exactly. should have been up. Three or four previously. Yeah, and Kiz, and Kiz is a he's a very steady player. I think his his distance off the tee is very is like one of the lowest on tour, but his accuracy is one of the best. Yeah. So he's hitting for the most part. He's staying in the fairway. He's rolling the rock. So it all depends on how close he is to the pin or not on his approach. He's not going to get you know massive amounts of eagles. So he's kind of at a disadvantage there. But at the same time, he's always in it. Yeah. Uh, so, like you said, I never thought about the psychological. That's part the best of it. part of match play. Yeah, dude, is the 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 psych warfare going on? Right. Like, do do you, are you gonna give me that, or you can concede yeah. it, or not? Like you can kind of get. And he head. was doing that too oh, last yeah. week. He went and walk. He went and marked up for like a seventy-five yard shot. Right, took his time walking up. Made Scheffler wait to wait for him to mark it on oh, the yeah. green. Like, I love all the little gamesmanship. And he just seems like the the the, the best tra- one of the best trash talkers on tour. Um, I think there's no doubt about that. <laughs> um, so let's see. Should we get into our Nicholas's and Normans? Uh, let's do it. All right. Get the people what they want. So what? Uh, who do you got as your Nicholas's? All right. So my Nicholas's uh, guy. I said that I was going to bet. Uh, now that I especially I see your rain Wednesday notes. Uh, DJ, I'm taking him first round leader for sure. Um, I think he his game is shaping back up. Um, I thought he played very well at match play, and uh, we've obviously seen him shred this course, right? So it's 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 uh, that that one's kind of easy. I got DJ. I've got Brooks, who I see you have on a list here as well. Um, I've got Brooksy because I did like the way he played at match play. Yeah. Um, and I'm just a Brooks guy, so I'm gonna fucking put him on there, regardless. You know, <laughs> regardless. I'm uh, I I need to take a step back with Brooks because I bet against him and said I I wasn't sure how his record was uh, with match play. He played great, so I was completely wrong about that. Um, I like that you have him on here because I was just thinking like, damn, I was looking at like the top, like, you know, 15 players because, you know, they have to be a Nicholas or a Norman, yeah. which by the way, being a Norman now is even worse. It is. It's almost a, a slur. My, although 
Mind you, the Nor- uh, Norman won this last year. Uh, yeah, that's Norman true. Won this tournament last that year. That is true. <laughs> um, I actually like your your Normans better than mine. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Brooks is playing a lot better than I've been giving him credit for. That's a homer pick for me too. He's kind of in between. I mean, he I, was. But in I want to root for him to go. I want to root for him to do well. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was in it in 2019 when Tiger won it. Yeah. And he was one of the guys who hit into the water. And he water. came back last year, was not too healthy. Yeah. Right? That was the whole he deal. He barely walk. He barely could walk. And the, the, he had to get he on a knee. Came out, yeah, he came out on like Tuesday at the driving range, remember? Yeah. And that's when, that's Brooks Kepka's music. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he seems healthy. Game's shaping up. So let's see. Uh, we, we talked about this on the last one. You know, it's been a long time since he was on his run. So he needs to, uh, he needs to, Win, win a big one here and, and get back in, throw himself back in there, right? If, yeah. he, if he wins this or a major this year, he's right back in like that dominant major championship player yeah. kind of uh, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then my third, Nicholas, is one of your guys um, that he, he yeah. dominated the Genesis, which I think the Genesis, I think Riviera and Augusta play really similar in how they're designed and the hilliness or the greens and everything. Yeah. Emphasis on putting and accurate approach shots. Yeah. Um, so I, I got to go Jocko. Just how dominant he was at the Genesis. Yeah. Um, he's obviously a really good play. I, but his odds are weird. He, either he's going to play like shit because I would think that his odds should be lower than where they have him set. They mm-hmm. have him at like plus 6,000 right now to win the tournament. Uh, I would think he would be in like maybe like the four range. Yeah. But um, – I don't know. I'm riding with him. I, I think again, I like if you that. play well. Guys that typically play well at Riviera play well at Augusta. I um, mean, I think that I'm going to actually bet on him. I didn't put him as a Nicholas because uh, he doesn't have really one of those like big. Well, he does have a big win, um, but I just think he's still in the early early phases of of his career. Uh, I kind of expected him to be a little bit more dominant than he is right now um, at this point, but he's still super young. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say, and I mean, like he's he, he's got a shitload of top tens. Yes, and he's a very good player. I didn't put him in the Nicholases though, and but I will put some money on him. I'm gonna, to- I'm gonna bet on him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Those odds are really good. Yeah. Um, for mine, I I have to go with Scheffler. Obviously, as one of my Nicholases because I I bet on him in January. I got to stick to my. I know. Guns. I feel like I should. I said he was gonna win the Masters in, in January, uh, or I figured he would win a major, but. Hindsight. I'm I'm rooting for him. <laughs> right. Um, I also put DJ as a as a Nicholas just because his game is trending. It's gonna be soft conditions on Thursday. Maybe he puts himself near the top of the leaderboard then and kind of as the course toughens up over the week and kind of ride that score. Uh he's obviously already won this tournament. He's he took his 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 year off essentially to be on the boat partying with Paulina after the after the uh you know November Masters win. It just seems like he now he's more he's he's rededicated himself to the game, dude. Someone slightly off subject. Someone had posted a great tweet uh, last week. It was on like Saturday, and it was on that whole on like where Lake Austin's at, and all those people were on the the boats. Yeah, and it, it was like DJ walking in the boats in the background, and it was like from one boat guy boat party guy to another. He really <laughs> respects this dude for place. sure. I wouldn't be surprised if his boat wasn't out there. Um, yeah, dude, it seems like he's kind of back. Um, yeah, 
It, I mean, he played great last week. He just ran into to Scheffler. Um, I think he got a little tired, too. Possibly. I mean, it's an extra day of play, right? Extra day, double matches. Mm-hmm. So Saturday and Sunday. It's a lot of golf. He hasn't played a tournament all season up until then, right? Yeah, he's maybe, like, Or maybe he played one tournament or and something. And he's our age, right? Like 36, 37. Yeah. Uh, that's old in terms of playing 100 rounds, you know, yeah. that many rounds in, in uh, a week there. My last guy, my last, my last Nicholas. I'm gonna go with Morikawa, just because uh, can't go wrong with him. I in mean, the major as as of as of right now, exactly. That is seems like his game really translates into the major stage, the difficult golf courses. Um, I mean, I I thought that the, I I would have thought the last uh, tournament he would win if he wins the career Grand Slam or whatever. The last one I would have thought that he would have won would be the Open, the way he did. I just I don't think uh, I haven't seen him really flight the ball. He doesn't really do what JT kind of does. Can play in in wind and in true link style golf. Yeah, well, he didn't need to last. Yeah, um, yeah. The only thing I worry about him at, at the Masters is his putting scares me at times. His putting's gotten better, and it has gotten better. He switched the putter. Yep. Um, so it it definitely has. He's up there in strokes in strokes gained now too. Uh, he was fucking awful, uh, when it came to putting. So. I'm going to go with him. Um, and then... Who you got for your Saudis? Excuse me, no, Normans. Uh, um. <laughs> for my for my Normans, <laughs> my Saudis. <laughs> There's some guys on here that I like. <laughs> these guys, I, I like all these guys. But we're talking about when we do the Nicholas and Normans, these are big name guys who you think are either going to be uh, in it or, or underperform, essentially. So... I think these guys are going to underperform. I'm not going to say that they're going to be terrible, but I think my, my first one, and I'm going to regret this. I know it. I almost, I almost might just bet on him because I'm, I'm putting it. I'm, Listen, it's a wise move if, if the trend from last year yeah, holds true. <laughs> I'm regretting this one. I, I, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say that one. But I'm going to go against one of my guys here, Hovland, as as one of my Normans. Um, main reason being. Dude, his, 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 his short game, short game and his sand lacking. game is is in a terrible. Imagine place. him with like a good, uh, like a. He's got. He's obviously got a good short game. He's a fucking professional golfer for sure. But like all this goes with, with that caveat, a, a, a like a really skilled short game and mm-hmm. like some good touch around the green. He looks like an amateur hitting out of the sand sometimes. The uh, uh, what <laughs> tournament? What was it? The WG? It was a WGC. He he looked like he had never hit out of the sand before. <laughs> It was insane. His short game is is just by tour standards. That's what's holding him back. And this course has a lot of sand, a lot of difficult bunkers, and with the undulations of the green, you have to be on point with your yeah. short game if you miss the greens. His and then his putting is okay. Where he really gets strokes on the field is off the tee and his approach and then shots in, into the greens. Yeah. Right. So he's got distance. Um, you know, he could probably make some turn. He should own the par fives out there, uh, but I just think, I just think that his game doesn't really suit up for. He's, he's he's one bad, uh, you know, greenside shot away from a triple that exactly. throws him out of contention. Totally, uh, he's still one of my favorites. You know, for going on for the, for other majors, I just think this one doesn't really suit his game. Yeah, uh, agreed. And I also have Cant Patrick Cantley. His he's like regressed a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Hasn't been playing his normal, pretty dominant self. Statistically, he's one of the best golfers on tour. Everybody knows that. Um, he won the the FedEx last year. I just don't think that. I, I mean, I don't think he'll be in contention. Let's just say that for the week. 
I think he'll he'll obviously I think he'll make the cut. I think he'll be around, but, but not a factor. But not a factor. Um, yeah, I can see that. He's kind of been been a little bit down this season from the great yeah. season he had last year. A little but. bit. He played. I mean, he played well uh, at Pebble Beach. He was in. He was in the running. For he a- played well on the West Coast in general. Yeah. So. I just think he took a something. Something's up with him a little bit right now. I think it's off the tee, actually, if I recall correctly. But yeah, so I think that he's probably going to underperform. And my, the the third one that I didn't mention, but I, I put Brooks on here. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to take that it's back. Tough to go against Brooksy, bro. I, I know he like <laughs> after talking about it, like he was there in 2019, then he was hurt, uh, and then he was actually hurt the last two years. He was hurt all of last season. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really look like himself till. He played Bryson over in the match. That's right. right? Like, and uh, even then, he didn't play that great in that match. No, they both played off. Yeah, Bryson just played worse. Uh, but yeah, so I'm 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 gonna rescind that one, and um, I'm just gonna have two Normans this year. Okay, nice, nice. And if Brooks plays like shit, then we we had him as a Norman. Yes. All the way. Oh, I know who I'm gonna put. <laughs> I know who I'm gonna put as a Norman. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hideki. Because he's questionable with a an injury. Watch out there, young I know, hopper. I know. Watch out there. Uh, that'd be great if he defended. Hopefully, hopefully he he plays. Um, that's shitty that he's got an injury. I'm, obviously, he's out there for Champions Dinner and everything. Right. But um, yeah. So all right. So my my Norman's going off of Hideki, someone that was right there with him last year. Yeah. And. Typically, this happens. You don't see like you know, like a Super Bowl hangover too much. But in golf, guys that fuck up on the Masters and like blow the ma- blow the tournament, Normans, Normans, a true uh, Norman, they typically tend to struggle again. Like I mean, Spieth's never been the same on that course since he blew uh, it. Since he blew it, at, I mean that at, sent him into a career uh, yeah, he's fucking turmoil. Out um, so I'm going to go with Xander, um, who played great and, uh, just scuffled there a little bit down the stretch, yep. but I, I don't even think he's been the same since the rest of last season he was a top, when, that, when that happened. He was a top 25, top 10 machine going into that. And then afterward, well, he did win the gold medal. That's true. That's true. That's true. Can't but be since, discounted. But since then, he's kind of... But really, the rest of the season, he did not do too much. That's right. Played great Ryder Cup. Um, as Dude, all him and Cantley at yeah. the Ryder Cup were a fucking bunch of killers. But uh, I'm going Shoffley. Xander is a, yep. is a Norman. Um, I just think he, a little hangover, maybe a little demons when he gets to 16, if he does get there on Sunday and yep. in contention. So uh, then my other one is Daniel Berger. Who's also just had a great season last year, but kind of struggling a little bit this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and was even leading, what was he leading the, the Honda? And then he totally biffed that thing, right? Dude, I'm glad you picked him. Uh, I, I just can't stand his putting fucking routine, dude. I'm over that. We've, we've talked about I that. Uh, <laughs> fucking so, so I got Bergs on there. And then I've got a, uh, I've got Bryson. Who I just don't think his game is. I don't think he's healthy. One, and I don't think his game is where he wants to be. And I don't think this course suits the style of play that he wants to go out there and do. I don't just, think Brooks will, or I'm sorry, uh, Bryson will ever win the Masters. I don't think so either. His game is that that course requires a classical style of play. I'll probably bet him to miss the cut. That's good. I bet him to miss the cut the last two years. Yeah. Um, I think he made it one, missed one, so. And you bet Phil to make the cut or something like that that same year. Yes, 
That's right. That was DJ. It was the DJ year. Yes. Um, I forget what Phil was like coming back from. I don't know. Um, man, and no <laughs> Phil, no Phil. Yeah, I know that. It sucks, dude. Uh, like we we've obviously we talked about this on here. But now that it's here, now that it's Masters, the potential of Tiger playing, and then no Phil. Like his sucks. game is perfect, perfect for it for this course. Lefty that can fade it on all the dog legs. Mm-hmm. Like um, his short game is spectacular. Uh, I mean, what yeah, a fall from grace to be the from the from the Magnolia Lane video hitting, bringing two drivers bombs, out there, bombs, bombs, and, 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 and <laughs> cute little wedges into the. The what they call them, the tears of the greens. Um, yeah, I know, I know, bummer. Um, it is a bummer, but overall, we're we're in for a, a great treat next week. We yeah, got a, a, a shit ton of golf. Uh, we got a bunch of guys that are playing well. We got guys playing right now that are trying to make it in there. So yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, it's we got a full crowd too. It's gonna be a that full that's crowd. The, the environment's gonna be back to you know back to regular. Back to regular. And I think that shit matters. I think that uh, if you look at DJ's Masters Championship, there was nobody there. and uh, Or there was hardly anybody there. And the conditions were different. It's almost like when the Lakers won the uh, uh, COVID season in, in the NBA. Still, he tore it up, but he didn't yeah. necessarily like win he won the masters but it was a totally different masters than all the winners it was. before it was him in november most... um yeah no i agree the galleries are huge the fans being back for any sport is huge um the way the course will likely play um but yeah just having having the fans back it's not not to say that he's affected by fans at all he, this guy is one of the best that's, to ever play that's what i was going to say I, I think i think like it's probably more important in like Team sports and right. stuff, right? I, I think golfers can be pretty locked in. Although, fuck, dude. I mean, we've seen him miss a, a little three footer to win a U.S. Open. Yeah, so it'll just it'll be. But it'll, that, I just think it'll be great for the fan or for for the the people watching at home. Obviously, the patrons that are there are gonna have. Yeah, a great yeah, experience. you get a little more just a vibe. Going. Yeah, exactly. The atmosphere is important. I mean, the best atmosphere every year or every other year, in my opinion, is usually the Ryder Cup, but. Uh, Augusta's also right on yeah, right oh, on up hell there. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean so wait, wait, do you have any more? Yeah, you have oh no, you you got through your Normans. I'm good. Yeah. I've got uh Shoffley, Berger, and Bryson. Uh okay. Let's move on then to uh what's one major thing you would change about the Masters tournament? Hmm. And we kind of touched on this last year, but we didn't really say what we would remove we just kind of ranked oh yeah we, our favorites. we were both hard on the par three competition yeah right yeah what's one thing that i would change okay how about this a little mm-hmm. i would like to they should do a uh they should do like almost like a playoff for fringe guys to get in Ooh. I mean, essentially, that's what the Valero Open is, right? But um, more formalized, right? right? Because essentially, if you don't know anything about the Valero Open, you don't know really like, like oh, that fucking Cooch needs a good finish and all this stuff that these guys to to get in. Mm-hmm. But so like, you take like the guys that are in like, you know, 
hovering and that you take guys that are maybe 12 guys that are on the, the, the border of qualifying for the masters. Mm -hmm. And then you put them like maybe, okay, you do this. They're not playing match play mm -hmm. in the Dell because they're, if they're, they're, they're not in the top, uh, whatever, 50, 65 in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. So you just put them on with match play to match play to who goes into the tournament. <laughs> they should. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great idea. I thought, I thought you were going to say, turn the par three th contest. Oh, have them go par yeah, three contest, par to, three contest yeah. to get in. Just something totally outrageous, yeah. like a fucking flop shot over a bunker to Some, get in. <laughs> yeah. To get into the most prestigious. Uh, but do something like that. You know, mm -hmm. it, it is the Super Bowl of golf. So give it like a cool little playoff kind of play in feel. That's what all the majors, everyone. Every, like every sport now, hockey, basketball, baseball, they're all expanding the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Football, NFL, right? So there's the, whether it's the playing games or whatever, but get a little more juice going for the lead up and yeah. get some, and if we can get more, you know, fringe guys that uh, are in the tournament and may do something, then cool. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, I was trying to, to think about what, what I would change. Um, I wouldn't change anything like formally with the yeah, tournament, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's pretty tough. I, I guess. I mean, they do so much right. Even how you get the tickets, right? It's a yeah. lottery. The the way that the uh, the concessions are priced and all that stuff. It just seems like uh, you know this is a finely tuned event that's it's been, been going on forever too forever. so it's there's they've they've already t made enough tweaks um uh, yeah i mean they keep the tradition um here's one i changed my chip vendor uh oh yeah <laughs> oh my god the, the there you go chips that we had last uh, year they're uts uts chips and on the on the west coast we don't fucking have that get some granny goose or lays you heard of lays yeah <laughs> frito lay um i know yeah. Fuck, i just said granny goose granny goose <laughs> so <old>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I know one thing. I guess I would change it would, and it's not necessarily with the the tournament itself. I guess it would be with Augusta. I would like to see the the LPGA play yeah. something there. Hell yeah! They have the women's amateur there, which is already fucking awesome. Shout out to I forgot the young guy Anna Davis. Anna Davis, yeah, seventeen, sixteen, sixteen years old. Just won it. Incredible. Uh, yeah, dude, that is for sure because we're getting we're getting the ladies playing men's courses for major championships. So I th I think it's gonna happen. I think that's I mean, eventual right, down the road, right? Um, we got the ladies playing pebble next year. They did Olympic Club last year. Yeah, uh, they're doing. I think they're doing Whistling Straits for for one. So what LPGA major do you think would go there? Would be the one. Would it have to be like an open. I guess, yeah. I guess, like, yeah, U.S. Open because the A and A just moved golf courses, right? Yeah, and so this is the last year of the A and they have five. Exactly, majors. It's the Houston Open now. Okay, or not the Houston? It's the the Chevron. Chevron. Excuse me. So that's why they're moving it because they want to move that shit to Texas. Okay. Um, yeah, they have five. They have here M Mission Hills. Well, uh, the A and A, A and A, U.S. Open, uh, KMPG. The LPGA, LPGA, PGA Championship, gotcha. right? Uh, British Open and Evian. Okay. So, yeah, it would have to just be a U.S. Open. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, that would I, be sick, though, dude. Um, I, they don't. That's the thing about uh, Augusta and the, and the and the Masters tournament that they run is it's a small field, and a U.S. Open it has the biggest field. Oh, I get it right. Like all the qualifying and yeah. stuff for it, and for it to and I don't think Augusta can like I guess handle that do, many you players. Could, you could probably do the KMPG there. Does that does that course but change every year? It's still it's a big field still because it's it's the equivalent to mm-hmm. the PGA Championship. So you have all the the PGA pros that qualify for it that okay. are playing in it too. And so do the course obviously the obviously the those the all British change. Open the British Open is out of the question because it has to be over there. Those all change though. So the so the former ANA that that's the, that's the only that and the Evian were the only two of the the ladies static courses, courses that are static. Yeah. Okay, and I don't even know where the. And the ANA is moving to now. Okay, it's moving to Texas somewhere. Okay, the idea is Chevron's trying to blow the whole thing out, uh, like you know, make it a huge championship. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, dude, that would be sick. Like we get the we've we've got the ladies amateur, which is great to watch the young upcomers playing. But yeah, dude, I would love to see uh, like Jin Young Ko hitting bunker shots out of the fucking Augusta bunkers and stuff, and all the gals doing their thing. But like. I think that course in particular, right, because they're so just sick short game wise and with their touch, like yeah. it, it would be very fun to see how they would handle it all. Much like much like Olympic Club was this last summer for us. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was a great experience. I'll never forget that. Uh, I saw I saw two U.S. Opens there, one one men and one women, and they were both they were both op, op, awesome. Uh, but I enjoyed. The women's one a lot more. We had better weather, uh, and Webb Simpson didn't win it, so it was yeah. it was great. It wasn't fucking boring watching him hit hybrid after hybrid, after hybrid after hybrid after hybrid in the fog. Um, death by a thousand paper cuts out there. Um, okay, what dark horse do you think has a chance to win? And so for a dark horse, let's just say their odds have to be. Plus five thousand or higher. Okay. If you wanted to take a look, uh, well, technically Jocko is a dark horse, mm-hmm. so I think I think he I think he could totally win. Um, but going deeper, I found digging another deeper. guy. Digging deeper, I found another guy, another former Riviera. So I'm really riding on the Riviera connection here. Um, but a dude we've seen win a tournament. Uh, who for all. We don't know him personally, but look, seems like a really fucking cool guy on tour. Um, and is a Bay Area graduate of of Cal Berkeley, Max Homa, plus twelve fifty. Ooh, wow! Seems like kind of rough odds for him, huh? Yeah, and he and he's, I mean, play, he's been he, playing well all season. And you're talking about Riviera. He's won there, right? He's won. He won a Riviera last, last year. year. Oh no, damn! And he's we've seen him win in person. Uh, fuck. He, he's good off the tees. He's he's got the short game. He can make some putts. He's tied with former winner Sergio Garcia, which that was the worst Masters. That was the worst one. Watching him win. That okay, was, so that, that was the worst Masters. I don't. I'm not as like anti Sergio as most. Uh, uh, this is like our conversation with Duke. Like a lot of people hate Duke. I'm on. I'm on the bandwagon of of Sergio Garcia. I mean, he's definitely done some things that, that like, as, uh, I think back to the whole dragging the cleats across the green in the Dubai course and yeah. the, the break. I get that one's tough because that was just like a year ago, too. Um, 
I don't know. I, I kind of like Sergio for whatever reason. It's, I, it's I, those Spaniards, dude. You got you can't trust them. They got the the hot head. I feel bad for how much shit he used to catch. Yeah, like he, dude, he dealt with so much. He used to get it all. Fucking. So, um, yeah, but he's right there. Same odds as him. There's the the, never, old, the worst odds for a, a winner is Charles Schwarzel. He's a at former plus, winner. Oh yeah, he's at plus fifty thousand. Oh, oh did Bernhard Langer win a Masters? Yes. Oh, but, but shit. He, but, and Fred, but like we know that Freddie. Yeah, him and Freddie are dude. <laughs> that's one tradition. Jose that, Maria Olafabo yeah. is plus two hundred and fifty thousand or plus twenty five thousand. No, nope, no, two hundred fifty thousand. Yes. Oh man, Mike Weir up there. That is one thing I uh, a tradition that I love about the Masters though is they bring all back the OGs. all the champions. Yeah. I really, I really enjoy that about um, about the tournament because you get to see them every every year. All all the previous winners are there, unless you're what what, what was that guy's name? Angel Cabrera. He he's in, in yeah like he's prison. in jail in uh, in the Argentina. Fuck. So what if, all right. So just uh, I, <laughs> what if they did that in like football and like so one. You make it to the Super Bowl. You play your regular season. Then all of a sudden, you got to just have one. Dude, that's in your ring of fame, play a position for you. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank God golf is not like football. That'd be dangerous. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week as we recap the Masters and a boys' trip to Scottsdale. Lastly. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.